0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his good friend, friend of the channel, Mr. Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. Good to see you. Nice to see you as well. So something I have coined, really, I got to give you credit for because you gave me the inkling for what we're about to talk about. So let's set the stage. Uh, There's no question that interest rates are going up, uh, that the cost of capital is going to be higher. Uh, we are not, we are starting to see what the fed has to do, which is called demand destruction. Right. And their as, next
1: rate hike, is that coming this month? May 4th, May 4th. Okay. So no rate hike in April. That's what I thought. I looked at their meeting schedule. They don't have a meeting this
0: month. No, May 4th. It'd be May 4th and June 16th. Yeah. Uh, so we are seeing demand destruction again, folks, the fed controls the cost of money, the front end. And as they raise rates, rates get up, you do less deals. So I believe that is going to impact the the housing market, right? Because less people are qualified. It impacts the demand side. Here is something that I think is shocking. Rates went up so fast in such a short duration off of such a low base. And the the Fed stayed too low for too long, Greg. I believe something- And you're talking about mortgage rates. Correct, mortgage rates, sorry. Yes, absolutely. I believe the Fed has inadvertently- created what is going to go down over the next three to five years as supply destruction. Let me define that for you because it is a new term. I believe, and again, this is probably homeowners mainly. I believe there will be plenty of homeowners that would naturally be on the home owning scale of first time home, live there five to seven to eight years, which is average, and then move up. I believe what is happening right now, because 70% of loans have been recast in the last two years at rates that generally have a two or a three on them, Greg, I believe we're going to have a lot of people that refuse to move. They're going to stay with their cheap 30-year money because it is going to be a financial asset that benefits their family forever. Keeping cheap 30-year money, it's just, they're just going to stay put. They're not going to go, because when you move up, Greg, most people spend eighty dollars to $100,000 more right? Over the last 40 years, rates have generally been going down. So the math was appealing. Now, if you look to spend 80 to 100 grand more, the rate could be double. And people are going to look at that with sticker shock, and they are simply not going to list, not going to move. Uh, so I think we're going to have a supply vacuum. And uh, I'll stop there. And let me let you ask some questions.
1: Yeah, you know, so we're talking about housing specifically. And yeah, yeah. we've already we're already seeing that. And, you know, the theory is as rates go up, you know, transactions will drop, values will adjust because the affordability index of -hmm. the housing goes down uh, in terms of what people can afford based on their payments. So the theory is, is that if values go down, then the equity that people thought they had in their house goes down. Mm -hmm. Maybe their down payment is preserved, but any appreciation that they thought they had is not. So if you're a seller, what are your options? You're saying, okay, I need to sell. I want to move you know, what, what is there, I know I'm gonna have to pay more in a payment. So that means I can buy less house, what are my options? So the question is going to be what are people's options if, if, you know, interest rates are higher, and your payments are higher for a house, that's fine, as long as the house prices come down. And it's all relative, because Mm -hmm. where we were three years ago, rates were a little bit higher, but the housing, you know, prices were 30%, 40% less, whatever, it's Mm -hmm. gone up in the last three years. Mm -hmm. So it was relative. So as rates came down, House prices went up. So again, it was relative Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, what you could pay. So it's really going to boil down to, and I think at the end of the day, people just don't have to move now like they used, like they did before the pandemic. So it's a different lifestyle choice. It's a different demographic shift. A lot of people have already moved, like you said, you know, that, that, you know, great migration has already occurred. And they've locked in at these low rates. So they're likely to stay put because they already made that lifestyle choice. And, yeah. that move. and you know, right now we're seeing buyer fatigue because there's nothing yeah. out there. Interest rates have gone up. Prices are through the roof. So people are just giving up a yeah. lot of people, not everybody. Yeah, not, everybody, uh, everybody, not every yeah. market, but that's what's starting to
0: happen. Yeah, again, I think this is something just so you know, I'm asking all my experts. There's actually eight categories of people. Let me share it with you. Uh, cause I would love to get your opinion. And again, these are just wild ass guesses. We're just opinion. Just so folks know, I will be summarizing all of this data. So you can see, I've already asked six of my experts, uh, Greg will be number seven. So let me kind of lay this out and we'll start at the bottom at, at row nine. I believe because rates have shot up so fast, there will be percentages of people that would normally sell that will just simply refuse to so for example, I believe the largest percentage of people that won't move this in, in this cycle are what I call move-up buyers, right? I'm, I, normally they would sell their first-time home. They would move to a nicer part of town. They would new, move to a bigger home. They would move to a newer home, something. Now they're going to look at that math equation and say, honey, we don't have an extra 1800 bucks because the house is more expensive and the debt's more expensive. Why don't we instead make the house we're in nicer or take a vacation or something else so yeah that's already
1: happening Add on you know renovations and people adding on we saw that happen oh eight or nine
0: same thing so what do you think again complete guess what percentage of move up buyers and a negative percentage in this case do you think don't sell given just it's a it's for most people it's a bad financial move uh so they're just going to stay put what do you what do you think
1: yeah, you know, I mean, I don't even know what percentage of the market that represents right now, but I'd say, you know, move up buyers, I mean, given the conditions right now, probably 90% of them can't because there's nothing yeah. out
0: there. Yeah. All right, so again, the I was just thinking about supply destruction all the different areas. So now we'll go to investors like me, right? I own a bunch of homes. I got them at lower prices. I have cheap debt on them. What percentage of investors like me simply won't list Because A, we can't find anything, right? We can't 1031. A, we've already cashed out, you know, because of high prices. We're just going to keep buying hold, right? We're going to be Wall Street and just buy these rentals and cash flow them at 6% yield. Do you think investors back off listing homes?
1: Yeah, you know, especially if values go down, it doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, you know, to sell. So especially people that bought in the last couple of years that have investment properties Mm that value, if values change and adjust, then you know, you won't be able to sell because again, all you're gonna pull out your down payment. So yep. um, you know, that will definitely affect. I mean, as far as percentages, I have no idea because yeah, you know, we're, just, say, we're just well, guessing a third of the housing stock is owned by investors. And, you know, one or two percent of that are institutions that probably will never sell. Yep. So what percentage of that group is gonna sell? I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 percent. You
0: know, okay. the- all right. Yeah. I mean, this is just, and again, we're just talking about this one little bucket. You know, because this little bucket would be the same size regardless. So we'll just say less ten percent. Landlords will ten percent. They'll sell let one in one in ten less homes. No big deal. Yeah,
1: and there's other options. Like a lot of people don't realize, like single family home owners, investors Mm -hmm. that want a ten thirty one. You know, they can ten thirty one into multifamily commercial other assets.
0: For sure, I've done it. Yeah, absolutely. Here's one that probably or may not change because life happens to everyone. I believe some of the sales that will happen this year are called must sell: death, divorce, job transfer life happens. It doesn't matter what prices or interest rates you have to sell when you have to sell. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I have no idea what percentage that would
0: represent. You know, it's just
1: that it just is what it is.
0: And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, is what it is. I think, I don't think that, I think, I think it, I don't think interest rates make one, one difference. It's just, if you got to sell, you got to sell.
1: sell. They have to sell. So a hundred percent of those people are going to sell. Yeah. So if that's what we're asking, you know, what percentage of those people? Well, 100% of them because they have to
0: sell. Well, this is the delta. The, the, this is a percent change. So zero change, whether rates are up or okay, down. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, can't, can't afford. This is a number that goes up this year, I believe. And again, this is a percentage. So I think it's going to look abnormally high, but it's only because we've had no foreclosures for two years, right? Foreclosures essentially been uh, illegal <laughs> for most folks. Yeah. So again, can't, can't afford, uh, you know, no equity. Do you think we do you think we have more foreclosures this year? If we do, do you think how big do you think the jump is this year?
1: No, I you know, I don't think so. I think we're okay. still seeing what, around five percent of the stock is in foreclosure.
0: Oh, yeah, it's I think it's less than that. Of, of all housing stock have had a foreclosure finally, I think it's less than two percent.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I don't see that changing. Okay.
0: Yeah. And again, foreclosures take a lot of time. What do you think about flippers? Do you think- so if, I think you're going to see a lot of those and we're already starting to see it.
1: You're seeing people who are, you know, using hard money and their loans are loan rates are adjustable and yeah. they can't you know, get financing, costs are coming in too high. Yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing, you know, a big, big
0: blow up in that that area right now. So what are you thinking? Like, uh, because again, I think flippers are going to get hurt. That's what happened last Probably time.
1: Probably 30, 40% because there's a lot of them that got in and paid these, you know, too, too much money. They didn't, yeah. you know- understand or anticipate renovation costs.
0: So a lot of flippers are getting hurt right now. How about builders? I think they're going to be up. I think builders, I think they're going to try to fill in the void perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but still, you
1: know, there's going to be 25% of them They're going to, that are going to fall out when the contract, you know, when the house is complete because their borrower can't afford the mortgage at the new interest rate. So,
0: yeah, you're. Um, I mean,
1: you know, builders will sell. So, I mean, they're not going to not sell. So builders will be selling.
0: Yeah, so maybe up 10%. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one that I think is, is very interesting to think about. Downsizing, right? For the longest time, I've heard about baby boomers wanting to sell and trade down. Now, if you're a baby boomer and you happen to own your house free and clear, this probably still makes sense. But if you're a baby boomer who had to borrow money and refi for your college, your kid's college or something, and you're still carrying a mortgage, I don't know that you downsize. It's the same thing on the upway, right? Why would I downsize to a smaller house uh, and the mortgage payment is the same? I mean, again, if you're own free and clear, maybe the math is different, but I don't know that downsizing is going to be as big a deal uh, this year. What do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, I've got, I've got friends in that position that would love to sell and downsize, but they don't, there's nowhere for them to go. There's no options out there. They're like, what would I buy? Yeah, exactly. So it's not yeah. even an affordability thing, it's uh, just there's nothing for them, period. Mm. Um, that they would want in, in an area that they would want. And then you have a lot of people that are relocating and they're going to be forced to do it. So yeah. I don't think that metric, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of people that won't sell, You know, probably mm-hmm. 20% of the people yep. right now that could sell won't because yep. there's
0: nothing for them to buy. I totally agree with that. And then the last one I think about is we, you and I both know a lot of people that have second homes, vacation homes. They're not Airbnb, right? This is just truly second home stuff. Do you think those people look at the housing market and go, hey, housing is hot, let's sell them? Or do you think they just keep them? Or what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think, um, it, you know, it depends. And that's the market I came from and grew up in, you know, and yeah, am still in tune with now is a strictly second home vacation home market. And, you know, you see the boom in those markets when money is good, and it's cheap, and it's easy. And you see the decline when you get into economic recession. So people, Will stop buying, which has already started to happen. Those markets are already starting to cool off. Second home market, uh, especially the vacation market, because you can't make them cash flow at the prices yeah. based on yeah. the interest rates. Yeah. What drove that market was cheap interest because they cash flowed for investment properties, and then you know, of course, the pandemic move. People, you know, moving into those vacation houses, getting away from where they were. So those two big demand drivers are gone. So you're going to see a lot of a lot of. Um, you know, supply destruction in that second home market first. Yeah,
0: I agree. Builders
1: and second home market, well, not not builder supply, they're still building, but you'll see supply destruction in that second home market first. Like 20%, maybe? Uh, I'd say probably 25-30. Uh, I'm, I'm so the higher, the you know, numbers. the faster the rates go and the higher, the more, more you're gonna see a problem, you know, in that in that market where people are gonna to want to get out because there's yeah. a lot of business-only loans on a lot of those properties
0: yeah it really is for me the speed like we talked in video one the speed of this rate increase 250 basis points in the non-qm space in 11 weeks is unheard of and Uh,
1: keep in mind so for everybody watching you know why is the stock market still doing so well and all that because the fed really hasn't done anything all they've done is a quarter point rate hike so you're at 0.33 yeah and they haven't you know they've stopped purchasing assets but they haven't unloaded the balance sheet yet so the real effects of what they're doing hasn't hasn't happened yet and hasn't shown up yet so starting in may you know you're going to get your first 50 point basis hike Mm -hmm. and then probably followed up in june as well as balance sheet reduction all hitting at the same time and then you know this is kind of like the tidal wave right we still haven't seen the real effects of the inflationary you know dynamics that are coming due to the war due to supply chain china Uh, locking down again yeah i mean there's a lot of that you know, that's coming down the tide. And then when you add rent hikes and housing costs, you know, people's rents are getting to a point now to where it's affecting their life. Yes. their Lifestyle choices, their spending choices in other areas, which affects demand, which absolutely you know, drives, uh, you know, more of a recessionary environment. So, you know, there's a lot coming down the pike and, you know, Jamie Dimon came out with it, you know, in his report, um, you know, to, to his shareholders recently mm-hmm. and mainly about the war in Ukraine and things. But you know we haven't seen the real effects yet of what's to come and I'm telling you the markets have not priced it in a lot of people you know disagree with that yeah you know and they think that what we've seen is already pricing everything in it hasn't priced in what the Fed really needs to do but more importantly it hasn't priced in the effects of everything that has not uh, been priced in yet
0: I couldn't agree with you more Jamie Diamond's uh, letter to his shareholders came out uh, this morning it's a great read uh, I read it this morning it's um It left me nervous. Let's just say that (laughs) about what is, again,
1: you know, it's just repricing, you know, so we've gone through deflation in assets and we're going through it still in real estate. Where's that going to show up first, you know, second home market and new construction. That's where that's going to show up first. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, year round homeowners, permanent homeowners, you know, that, that price is a little bit more sticky, takes a little longer to adjust. Sure. Yep. But um, you know, Asset prices adjust quickly. We've seen deflation. We haven't repriced yet. That's coming. Uh And when that happens, then you have a floor that's set in for future growth. So it's a good thing. It's a positive. It's going to create opportunity, but we're not there yet.
0: I totally agree with that.
1: Do me a favor. Where can people find you? Yeah, gregdickerson.com. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yep.